On the morning of January 8, 1889, 41-year-old Louisa Collins woke with cold dread in her heart. It was the day of her execution. When the jail's chaplain arrived to pray with her one final time, she put up the brave facade she'd worn for weeks. She was determined to face her fate with courage. Still, a tiny hope lingered as the hour of her death drew closer. She had, after all, begged for mercy from the governor just two days ago. There was still time for a pardon. As the two wardens escorted her to the gallows, she clung to the mantra she'd uttered every day since her conviction. They'll never hang a woman. Welcome to Black Widow Watch. Like the deadly spider they're named for, many female criminals have used the promise of love to trap and kill their victims. These men believed they'd found the person they would spend their lives with. Instead, they had wandered right into the web of a deadly predator. Throughout this month, I'm taking a look at the world's most notorious black widows. In these episodes, I'll uncover what made these women decide to murder the people they'd vowed to love and cherish. We'll detail the specific methods they used to carry out these ends. And finally, we'll explore what made their respective prey susceptible to the charms of a predator in disguise. Today we're discussing Louisa Collins. In 1888, Collins was found guilty of murdering her second husband with rat poison. She'd previously stood trial for murder three times, but each resulted in a hung jury. The fourth, however, would demand a hanged woman. We'll tell you Louisa's story after this. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now, back to our Black Widow. In the interest of fairness, it's important that I tell you now, there are strong doubts as to whether Louisa Collins actually killed her two husbands. But by the time she was convicted of murder in 1888, Australia's developing patriarchal society and her perceived moral flaws saw her painted as a veritable Lady Macbeth. As a young woman, Louisa loved to dance, to drink brandy and beer, and to keep the company of young suitors. But when she was 18, Louisa married a local butcher, Charles Andrews. Louisa found Charles boring, but not marrying wasn't a viable option, so she settled down and started a family. Before she knew it, Louisa was a mother of seven. Two of her children died in infancy. It was a lot of mouths to feed, and in the 1880s, the family fell on hard times. They moved to Botany in Sydney, where Charles hoped to find work. But Louisa found life in the city to be no more enjoyable than life in the country. 
In those days, Australia was still a developing colony, and botany itself was little more than a slum. Residents of the worker community were crammed cheek by jowl in small cottages so they could be close to the area's booming wool washing and packing industry. Charles worked in the wool sheds, but still struggling, Charles and Louisa were forced to take in boarders to supplement his wages. When neighbors are forced to gather at a single pump for their fresh water supply, rumors quickly spread. In the late 1880s, the pervading gossip was that Louisa had a fondness for the male tenants who lived in her four-bedroom cottage. In particular, she took a shine to Michael Collins, a handsome young wool worker. Their affair was secret for a while, but eventually Charles discovered the betrayal and threw Michael out on the street. Her husband's outrage mattered little to Louisa, and she carried on her dalliance with Michael even after he moved out. But she wouldn't have to do so in secret for long. Sometime after he ejected Michael from their house, Charles Andrews took ill. He experienced stomach pains, diarrhea, and vomiting. Louisa is said to have nursed her husband through the illness, but also saw to it that his will was drawn up and his life insurance policy in order. It didn't take long for Charles to die. And when he did, Louisa's first stop was to collect the life insurance payout, which amounted to a modern-day sum of around 20,000 Australian dollars. Then she threw a party and danced with abandon, seemingly overjoyed to be free of her boring husband at last. Three months later, she married 26-year-old Michael Collins, but just over a year after they wed, Louisa's second husband exhibited similar signs of illness to the late Charles. It seems that Louisa was more concerned for Michael's health than she had been for Charles, or perhaps she just recognized the warning signs this time. Either way, she nursed him carefully and gave him medicines as prescribed by a doctor. But it was no use. After two weeks, Michael died. An autopsy showed his cause of death was arsenic poisoning, which prompted the exhumation of Charles' remains. When it was discovered that Charles, too, died of arsenic poisoning, Louisa was arrested for murder. There wasn't actually any hard evidence that Louisa had poisoned either of her husbands. Still, she was charged with their deaths because she was present during both illnesses. But three times she stood trial for these crimes, and three times the jury was unable to reach a unanimous decision. But finally, in December of 1888, on their fourth try, prosecutors were rewarded for their persistence. Louisa Collins was found guilty of murdering her second husband using rat poison, so decided because her daughter had seen a box of it in the house. For the crime, 41-year-old Louisa was sentenced to die, but the now mother of 10 remained calm. She was sure they'd never hang a woman. For the next month, a political war was waged over her fate. While some called for leniency, others were out for blood. In response to the burgeoning feminist movement, letters from the public demanded that Louisa suffer the same fate as a man convicted of murder. 
Unfortunately for Louisa, the last-minute reprieve she expected never came. While one of the wardens escorting her to the gallows shed tears, the once carefree woman who loved to dance seemed resolute in her fate. Following her hanging, little was said of Louisa Collins. Looking back, writers have suggested it was out of a national shame over what the herd mentality had wrought. It's possible that once she was dead, doubt concerning her guilt resurfaced, the same doubts that had kept three juries from convicting. After all, late evidence had shown that both men would have been exposed to arsenic-laced products at their jobs and in medications prescribed during their illness. But doubt or no, the point was moot once Louisa Collins swung. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow to examine the twisted web of yet another Black Widow. For more villainous women, you can catch episodes of Female Criminals for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.